Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees, a multicultural mess and secular scam. Thank you so much for joining me, my friends. I hope you're having a good day, a better day than yesterday, that it's calmed down, your um, emotions are calmed down, because I know that we're all stressed at this point of time, and it's not an easy place to be. Uh, we're all going through a difficult time uh, with the events in Manipur, the... Um, the media has not been very nice, and obviously they're going to aggravate the situation, blow it out of proportion, which is exactly what they do all the time uh, when it suits their vested interests, but they are silent when they when they when they need to talk but um you know uh water finds its own level, and we will heal and today I'm going to have um a podcast uh an open letter to Manipur Christians and the Christians of India form an ex-Christian uh, as myself. So today is an open letter to the Christians of Manipur. My dear, fellow, my dear former Christians co-religionists, as an ex-Christian, an ex-Roman Catholic, I bring this podcast specially for you, and I relate this message specially to you as an open letter. I was born in a Roman Catholic home. I am an ex-Christian. I gave it up. I was brainwashed into this ideology by my parents and my ancestors, who were forcibly converted to Christianity uh, for the last 450 years. Um, I didn't have a choice uh, to what religion I belonged to, neither did I have a voice. I had to fight my way out of the colonization of my mind, the rape of my soul, and I had to free myself from this ignorance and slavery. And today I find my voice talking to you. But my journey has been the one of introspection, to find my soul, to find my identity, to find out who I am and take my responsibility to get equal opportunity. And what I learned, what I learned was stunning. And today I'm talking to you. Um, um, I'm talking to you um, from my heart and to ask you to do the same thing today. Okay. Um, you are people who have been forced, converted either by force uh, by the colonial empires to Christianity, or by being conned by lies, by poverty, uh, by isolation, by economic isolation, by economic stranglement, uh, by absolute con men who pretend to be the sales and marketing managers of God and representation of Jesus Christ, but they're not. Um, and to the people of Manipur, um, Christian missionary activities have gone on in on the Indian subcontinent for 500 years, okay, uh, in full force at least with the arrival of the British, of the European empires. They came here because India was a land that was rich in gold. India was a land that was rich in, in, in culture, in heritage, in, in architecture, in, in knowledge, in medicine. That has all disappeared because the European colonialists, along with Arab invaders and Islamic invaders, translated it all, took it away, and now we are stuck with secular ignorance, which has now come to, to rebrand us with absolute ignorance in the name of some intellect and modern society, but we have been taken away from our roots and we've been told to hate our ancestors, keep us away from our knowledge 
and and be uh, orphans of our Vedic heritage. Um, which the church is only too happy to do because their goal is to convert this into some land, uh, some some disgusting land where they will never find peace. Um, they didn't ask our permission. They use our weakness, our void, and they filled it with their ignorance. Uh, yet all over the world, wherever you go, Christianity... Um, uh, Islam and Judaism has its skeletons. They've been in war with 3,000 years with each other. Do you think that they're going to stop tomorrow? Uh, when they converted you, they told you that Jesus Christ is uh, Jesus Christ is going to save you. He's going to save you from sin, from the devil. You say the uh, Our Father every day, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, blah, blah, blah. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And they say, deliver us from evil. So as two of your daughters have been raped, unfortunately, uh, in the last two months, and many others too being raped and, and um, beaten and killed. May I ask you, where was Jesus? Where was your prophets? Where was Muhammad? Where was, where was the saints, all the saints that you pray for? Where was this God that told you every day that you prayed that, uh, in hope that he will deliver you? Where was he? Where was Jesus? What was he doing? He couldn't save himself. How is he going to save you? Because you were told a lie. You're not really a Christian. You were converted to a slave to be a relic of an empire. And from 1890s onwards, AD, to 2023, you've been conned by relics of colonial empires to make you the next generation of slaves so that they can use you for trade and they could use you as the mob to colonize more land which they lost with the empire lost in 1947 but the colonization of the land was still required and they're using you the christians to pray to some god that does not exist that has never come that will never help you and who is supposed to be giving you this paradise in heaven but he cannot even give you sanity on this earth if the Hindus are bad, if the big bad Hindus are all the problem, then Jesus should have saved you, the same Jesus who you pray to. Where was he? Where were the saints? Where was his mother? Where were his apostles? Where were all his, the saints, Moses? Where was um, all the other saints, saints, uh, the, the, the Mother Teresa, where was the Pope? What, what, all the Popes who become saints. Francis Xavier, where were all of them? Absolutely nowhere. They couldn't do anything because you've been told, you've been, they've been spinning a tale and they've fed it to you and you are believing it. And you believed it because you were poor and you believe it now because you think, because you've been conned so much, it's become your default system where you go back to this nonsense and this ignorance in the hope of being delivered to a better life. But all you've got is ridiculous, is lies and more lies. And this is what Abrahamic ideologies do to you. They sell you a bunch of lies, a blind faith of someone in the sky is going to help you. But behind the scenes, your churches have been using you you 
as bait to aggravate you, to isolate you, to indoctrinate you and use you as a mob to gain territory land for their colonial enterprises. And that is what secularism is. Secularism is ethnic cleansing to the back door in the name of some blind fate in the sky who's supposedly going to come and deliver you but you have seen firsthand that nothing and no one is going to deliver you from anything you have to take your responsibility empower yourself with knowledge stop hating yourself and your culture and your heritage and stop pretending that the person opposite you is the problem the problem is you if you're weak anyone will manipulate you because you are manipulating yourself and, and not only that, your silence is helping aggravate your neighbors who, who, whose anger will overflow onto your garden. Because you're aggravating everyone around you with your ignorance, with your silence, with your, um, with your uh, fake tears. And that, those fake tears, those fake, that fake victimhood will one day convert into real tears, into real hardship, into real trauma. And that's exactly what happened in Manipur since the last two months. But your silence is the cause of all this. You're hanging around with the devil, with, the, with fake stories, pretending that some Jesus is going to come, but Jesus ain't coming to you. Because you've been lied to, you've been conned, you've been used and abused. No one is coming to help you unless you stand up and help yourself. So this open letter is being directed to you. Um, I want to talk to you about what was happening in the world while you were being conned and lied to to become this Christian saint uh, and to, to be delivered to heaven. So while your pedophile priest were converting you, proselytizing you, trying to to tell you that you're going to some heaven, let me tell you what the church was doing. Um, we'll go backwards. As of now, there is a war going on in Europe. Two Christian groups, Orthodox Christians. One is Ukrainian and one is Russian. They're both uh, Russian. They're both Christians. Whatever denomination, they're both Christians. They're fighting with each other. They're killing with each other. There is genocide. There is rape. There is a mass murder. Uh, everything that is going on. Did Jesus come and stop it? Can Jesus come and stop anything? Can his saints, can his father, can his God stop it? Where, where was your voice then? Why have you not stood up and said, this is, this is not acceptable? Th this is one. This is why you have been pretending for the last year. Now those currents, those violent currents in Europe that are going on are going to come and, and they're going to form waves. And those waves are going to come and continue in other lands because we are frequencies. All of us are frequencies. Our frequencies are being, uh, has a ripple effect around the world and everyone is going to be involved in this because the world is connected. Okay, uh, you're absorbing it because you're saying Christian, Christian is great. This is what your absorption is doing for you. Now, that is one. Okay, this war has not stopped. This Christian war has not stopped since 1064, it's going on. 1064, empire after empire after empire, it's come to its, 
for a thousand years this war is going on. In 2014, we had a Crimea war. In 2008, we had the war with Georgia, another uh, Europe, another Christian nation. Armenia was at war recently. All these are Christian nations where people died, where people, Christians were buried alive, where they were butchered, they were raped. Where was your voice? Why were you not saying something? Why did your God and Jesus not going to help you? And that's not all. In 1994, um, there was a genocide in Rwanda. There was a genocide. A million people were killed, millions more displaced. And the Roman Catholic Church uh, was involved in the genocide, in the rape and mass murder, gang rape of her own people. And there is an article, I'm going to put the link on my on my uh, podcast, Accepting the Unacceptable, Christian Churches and the 1994 Rwandan Genocide. In a time span of 100 days, yes, 100 days, my dear friends, between April and July 1994, Rwanda's political arena imploded. The country collapsed into chaos and violence escalated into genocide of one million people along members of Tutsi ethnic group and moderate components of the Hutu ethnic minority. The genocide occurred in one of Africa's most Christian regions with 90% of our population identifying itself as part of Catholic, Protestant or Seventh-day Adventist Church of, as of 1991. Inevitably, the aftershock of the genocide, many questioned the role and attempted to fathom the association of Rwanda's churches with the genocide. As a consequence, the church has had to face numerous criticisms from diverse fronts and has been reportedly blamed for culpability in the violence and the occurrence during the obscure months. However, it was only in 2017 that Pope Francis, upon meeting with the Rwandan president, Mr. Paul Kagame, officially asked for forgiveness of the Catholic Church in the 1994 genocide, stating that in Rwanda, the sins and failings of the church and its members had ultimately disfigured the fate of Catholicism. So while you were being converted to Catholicism, to Christianity, to protest, to Anglicanism, to seven-day baptism, Baptist, okay, your churches were committing genocide and rape for uh, of a, of millions of people, one million dead, and millions more raped and butchered. And today you're crying that in seventy days there have been houses and people raped. Um, well, that's exactly what the church does. The church is behind this too. So in 70 days, there has not been a million people killed. This is nothing what you're going through in Manipur, however bad it is, however much I condemn this. This 1994 genocide was also taking place. Did you wake up? Did you ask the church? Did you ask the fathers? Now that the fires come to your door, you're crying. But when were you, when, when someone needed justice, where were you, the Christians of India? Where were you, the Christians of Manipur? Why were you not crying out? Why were these opposition parties pretending that minorities are at stake? Uh, minorities' rights are going. The same minorities were raping others in other parts of the world. The same church that is crying out wolf right now was the... the the um, the genocider, the causer of 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 rape and murder in Africa in 1994. Did they not wake up then? 
How come they have a problem only when the other side is Hindu, but when you're fighting Christian on Christian, uh, and when you're raping others themselves, that's not a problem. Now, that's number two. Let's go to number three. Number three is when I was growing up um, in... Uh, in the 80s, um, there, was, um, there, there was bombings and killings and war going on, civil war, between the IRA Catholics and the English Protestants. I remember that. Uh, it was a talk of the town. I was so embarrassed to be Christian. I could not understand how two groups of people that are Christian are both fighting each other. But I told my parents, but they both love Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ loves both. So why are they fighting? How can one fight for uh, Jesus and the other also fight for Jesus? But Jesus didn't fight. He didn't want people to fight. Why are they fighting? So you could have civil war between the IRA Christians and you could have civil war between the Anglican Christians. How many people were murdered? How many people were raped? Did, did the world ask the questions? Did the people ask the questions? Why you, while the church, on the other hand, was converting you with their lies? They, in, in Manipur and in India, they could not stop their violence and rape in their own homes. Did the church tell you that? That while they were brainwashing you that your Hindu brothers were this, who you were exactly the same as, who were you share the same heritage as, are not the ones who actually did the raping and, and murdering. It was your Christ, their Christian missionaries and their Christian establishments who were fighting with each other in Europe, in England and the, in Ireland. Did they tell you that? No, this is not 2,000 years ago. This is not even 70 years ago. This is in the 1970s and 80s. I was not even born when this started, but I got the tail end of it in the 1980s. I got the tail end of it. And I heard it. I remember hearing it when I was growing up. It was in the papers. Did your Christian priests cry minorities during that time? Why are they crying minorities now? Why are you silent where, where, where was your voice? Where was the voice of the church when this was going on? They hid it very cleverly. And now they're pretending that there are some minorities and they're being raped. They are the victims. No, they're not the victims. They're the perpetrators of the crime. And their genocide, their lies, is aggravating this problem. You know it. I know it. This is besides the fact in Africa... The scandal of pedophilia in the church is rampant. There are many articles uh, on, on it in, in, um, in the news. Um, sexual abuse by, of minor priests in Africa, um, Nairobi, Kenya, everywhere you go, you can go on the internet. Sexual abuse by priests, um, groping with clerical abuse of, says, Catholic leaders. Where, where was your voice? Where, why were you silent then? Why did you not choose to stand up for your fellow Christian brothers and sisters who were being raped by the same people who were converting you? Did you not ask the questions? Did you not introspect? Where was your introspection before you converted to the slime? It's a problem. Here's another one. Sexual abuse rocking the Southern Baptist Convention. Um, this is about the Southern Baptists in the United States who have been um, abusing, raping its people. 
um, it's miners in in uh, in in America. They, 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 these are the same people. They send their NGOs to India to dis, uh, destabilize India. They've done this on purpose. They've done this. This is a an agenda, a toolkit to destabilize India, to destabilize the government because they do not want. Um, the Modi government to uh, rise up and raise India up to the status quo. They do not like that India is rising. So they cause problems. They destabilize. They ignite the fire. They aggravate the fire. And then when it explodes, it says, see, 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 the Hindus are bad. But they're not telling you about the sexual abuse that's going on by their own Southern Baptists in America. And your silence was what has created this this abuse, your silence, your lack of introspection that has caused the fire to come to your doorstep. However bad it is, if it's bad for you, it was bad for the people who were being abused by the church, the same church that converted you and told you you were going to heaven. Where was your voice then? Here are some other news. Pope John Paul uh, former Pope Saint who debates accused um, is accused of protecting pedophilia. So while they made the Pope uh, a saint, he protected pedophiles in the Roman Catholic Church. Did they tell you that when they were converting you? Did the, 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 the Christian fathers tell you that when they're saying you're going to heaven, you're going to heaven, the Hindus are bad, the Hindus are Dalit, the Hindus are cast, the lies that they have been telling you? Did they tell you that? Where was your introspection? Just because you had a void, you listened to people who, can, who conned you into being this Christian uh, saint, telling you that Jesus is going to come and save you. Jesus could not save the, the children from the pedophile churches and the denominations, the Baptists, the Protestants, the Catholics. Where was he? Where was the church? Where was God? Where was Mother Mary? Where was all the apostles, the saints, Saint Xavier? Where were all of these people? Here's another one. Presbyterian uh, justice and uh, against indigenous people. In the United, in Canada, um, since 1881 to 1996, um, there was something called the residential schools where the churches uh, built schools to uh, put native Indian children into these schools to take out the, in to kill the Indian, but save the man. That means destabilize the native Indians, take them away from their culture, take them away from their heritage, destroy their link to the land and rebuild them into Christian societies by, by, by telling them that their ancestors were savages. Pope Francis in, in July 30th, 2022, uh, said that what happened at the residential schools that the Roman Catholic and other Christian denominations ran to forcefully assimilate Canada's indigenous children was genocide. The Pope made the comment while flying back to Rome after a week-long trip to Canada, where he delivered a historic apology to, for the church's role in the policy. More than 150 thousand children were taken away from their homes and many subjected to abuse, to rape and malnutrition in what is Canada's Truth and Reconciliation Commission in 2015 called a cultural genocide. Uh, this was 
happened between 1881 and 1996. So while you were being converted by some uh, story where Jesus is going to come and save you, the same people who were converting you, my dear fellow Christians of India, the same churches were raping, abusing, um, um performing a cultural geno gen genocide on the indigenous people of of Canada in the name of God, in the name of Jesus, who never came to save them because they were savages, they were heathens. And this is the same story they told you and they have taken away your indigenous heritage and you are still siding with these pedophiles against your people. And that is why this rape has happened because you refuse to, pro to protect yourselves. You refuse to, to introspect, you refuse to ask the questions I understand there's poverty around because the 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 churches did everything to commit an economic um, a blocking embargo to isolate you to take over the economics to run the economics to keep you poor and while they kept you poor they told you a story that some god is going to come and save you and in that poverty you were forced to convert just like my ancestors were forced forced to convert in in today's goa by the portuguese catholics you were forced to convert because they kept you in poverty until you were so starving you were so isolated that you had to do it but we live in a modern society. Where was your introspection? Where is your voice? Where was your questioning of the Christian denominations? Their story that some God is going to save them and that God never came to save them. They were raping. They were abusing. They were committing cultural genocide. They were starved. And that side, and and they and this side, you were promoting their their agenda by giving up your heritage. Where was your voice? This is the same thing for the natives of America, of the United States. They were starved. They live on reserves where there's drug addiction, there's alcoholism, there is prostitution, there's rape. All of that happening to the natives of America. It still goes on till today. And this was committed by the churches. While they were converting you, they were raping and, and abusing native indigenous people of North America. Where is your voice? Where is that Jesus that was supposed to help those, the, be the savior of the world? If, if he's the son of God, it doesn't matter who you are. He's supposed to come and save you. He's supposed to heal the world, whether you are Christian or not. It doesn't matter. Where was he and where were you? Where were your voice? Why was you quiet? Why are you quiet when that rape is committed by your own church on someone else's soil? Don't you think that the cycle is going to come back to hurt you? Where is Where was your voice? Today, that cycle has come the full circle and you're crying because someone did the same thing to you. Yes, it's bad. It's wrong. But it's wrong for every daughter and every son. It's Abuse is wrong for every single citizen on the surface of this planet. It doesn't matter who you are not able, should not able, be able to abuse and you should not abuse anyone. But yet you're silent when it's not the fire is not at your doorstep. You're silent only when the when it comes, 
when it's someone else's son and someone else's daughter and you keep praying to some God to come and save you but there is no God because you've been lied to you've been corn lock stock and barrel when are you going to wake up and take your responsibility that you've been conned by pedophiles you've been sold the story and that story is doing nothing for you you're going to wait for you to get raped more while you keep your silence when the same church is abusing millions of people. And even in India, the church's scandal has come to India. There are many, many links. Here is one, 216,000 pedophile, uh, church uh, pedophiles, or oh, sorry, French Catholic inquiry finds at least 216 pedophilic cases between 1950 and 2020. Portugal, 5,000 children since 1950. The Catholic Church sexually abused 600 children in Maryland, United States alone. Uh, International Churches of Christ lawsuits against sexual abuse. The sexual abuse, the rape of children is widespread among the denominations of the church and you are crying hate speech and rape in your land. Yes, it's bad. I hope it had never happened. I wish it had never happened. I would give anything for it to go back in time and stop it. Because it's wrong. It's wrong when it happens to anyone. It's wrong when it happens to your neighbor's daughter. It's wrong when it happens to you. When are you going to wake up? When is your silence going to end? You're waiting. You're talking about waiting for justice. Waiting for justice. You waited since May the 4th for justice. And no... No police official came to you. No government official came to you. You're ashamed of that. You are angry that the BJP government did not come. Do you know that we are waiting for 450 years? I am waiting for 450 years for justice from the church, for what they did to my ancestors during the... um, Uh, during the Inquisition, I have still not got justice. 450 years. What is your two months to my 450 years? What is your two months to my 450 years of the people of Goa for justice from the church and her abuse, her rape of my ancestors? Where was your voice? You were being sold Your voice was being sold. Your voice was being silent and you refused to stand up. Today, you're now listening. And I want you to listen to my voice. I want you to listen that until you stand up and take cognizance of everything that's happening around you, the rape of the church, this will continue. Because we are currents and waves. It's our currents that form the waves. It's not the waves that form the currents. Nothing on the outside can hurt you until you take cognizance of your currents because it's your currents that form the waves. Junction after junction, wave after wave, you have to undo. You have to look at the whole cycle. You have to understand what happened. You have to offload the baggage. You have to heal. And that healing will come, will form the waves and you will heal and you will go into the earth. Or if you're strong enough, you'll go back into the ocean, you'll come back one more time. But we can clean these oceans, just like as we can clean our mind. We can offload the baggage, we can offload the energy, but you have to take your responsibility and stop blaming someone else. 
otherwise the rape is not going to stop and people are going to use you and abuse you so if you want to be so insolent if you want to be so hypocritical by pretending that oh my god the bjp government is so bad well guess what they are not they're the ones who are protecting you but your insolence and your arrogance is what has caused this situation and it is unfortunate that we've come to this point it is very very unfortunate but the bottom line is we've come to this point and it's time to have that conversation you've been conned into being a christian by some goons and some thieves who have nothing to do with no god or no religion no son of god they're just thieves and they have used and abused you and sold you for money, power, and votes while they sit on millions of dollars. You are being used. It's time you wake up. It's time to say enough is enough. And this is why Manipur is burning. Let me tell you. Um, for 70 years, there has been no development in Manipur. No development. The Indian National Congress, if they would so cared about people, if they so cared about minorities, they would have done something. Economic empowerment, nothing. But you were cut off from the country. Manipur, the Northeast were cut off from the country. You even enacted a law in 1960 called the Manipur Land Act, where the Métis, your brothers, were not allowed to buy land in the... In, in the Cookies areas and the Naga areas. But you were allowed to buy land in the Meti areas. What type of, in, uh, what type of uh, hypocrisy is that? I mean, if, if the tables were reversed, would you like it? Would you like someone to say, no, I cannot buy, uh, I cannot buy land in your areas, uh, but you can buy land in my areas? Isn't that hypocrisy? Isn't that going to call aggravation? Is, Let's try reversing the table for one month. One month, you go into the hills and let them, you go into the fertile land and, and let the hills, let the Métis go into 90% of the land and see whether you like it. But it's okay when the shoe's on the other foot, but when the shoe's on your foot, your hypocrisy all of a sudden becomes victimhood. And it's time you look at your face in the mirror, my dear Christians of India. It is insulting that you even have a voice at this point and you even have a voice to, to besides looking at yourself as sh in shame. Um, since the last five years, it has changed because the BJP has changed it. And I didn't even know about this. I'm learning as I'm going. So I'm not here to be pro-BJP. I was here to do... Um, but the more I learn, the more I learn that the BJP is doing more than its job and... It was not something, I didn't start this podcast in 2020 to, as a pro-BJP person. I started this podcast to have a voice. And I started it during the pandemic where the people of Goa were hypocrites. The typical, you know, guess what? Goa is another Christian state. So they were hypocrites trying to pretend that the government is wrong. But again, like you in the Northeast, they refuse to take their mentality, their, their, their acknowledgement, their responsibility, but they want the government to have um, um, changed something on the ground. So in 1960, there was a Manipur Land Act. And that was hypocritical. Again, in the National Highway 2, which is the only connecting route 
to the mainland, to main India. The Kukis and the Nagas, which are two Christian groups who fight among themselves, block the highways and that causes an economic blockade. Why do you want to convert a, an economic blockade to block your brothers and sisters? Don't you think that there's going to be a problem? Don't you think there's going to be violence? This, is that what the church tells you? Is that what Jesus told you? I mean, you plan to be Christians. Oh, you're Christians, you're minorities. Is that what Christianity is about? Economic blockade and then scream victimhood? Because that's hypocrisy. That's not Christianity. It's time you wake up to your own hypocrisy. Um, the logistics. You control the logistics of the land because you control 90% of the land. So you can have any economic blockade. You are not minorities. You are the majority. And you're playing dirty tricks in dirty waters. And you're going to be swallowed by that waters at one time because the, the cycle will come back to you. We're cyclic. Remember, your karma will give you back what you deserve. Um, um, through the BJP government, there has been... Investment in National Center for Sports. Uh, there have been universities with um, Kalo India, University Kalo India, India uh, centers in all universities. There was a 10-acre Olympic Park being developed for state-of-the-art World Cup facilities. Um, there was the Niti Ayog Yojana and Manipur in 2021, along with Chhattisgarh, I think, was the top level for the Niti uh, Ayog Yojana, uh, which develops in um, uh, innovation, um, in, innovative techniques and innovation ecosystem in the land and evaluates that ecosystem. So innovation and technology Manipur is on the top and this was done by the BJP, not the godforsaken pedophile church, not the godforsaken um, uh, Indian National Congress who's been ruling that land for so long. They've given you a, a land act rights in 1960, but no investment, no economic development. In five years, the BJP has changed that. And that's why you're crying, because you cannot believe that someone who is not Christian, who's not a hypocrite Christian, has done so much. So you have to you have to table it, you have to stop this, and the only way to stop it is by crying victimhood, having economic blockades, aggravating violence, using violence on the back row, and then screaming fire wherever you go. Investment in infrastructure, in roads, in airports, Long-term project infrastructures have finished at record speeds. Highways and roads are built. The Manipur Act East policy is basically development um, to develop the Manipur into a gateway for trade for South Asia and to make Manipur into a huge um, logistics hub for the Northeast. So your state is going to be a logistics hub. Your state is going to be a gateway for trade to Southeast Asia. Imagine that. How many people would beg for that. People in Baluchistan and in Pakistan are begging for that. People in Nepal, people in Canada, the United States are begging for this. China is begging for this. They want an economic hub uh, because they don't have a connection to South Asia. Um, they have to go all around the tip. That's why they're trying, they're, they're developing the Gwadar port. But you have a natural gateway and, and the government is giving that to you. What do you do? You create economic blockage. What type of stupid people is that? What type of stupid mentality is that? You're using violence to stop economic development? That is the mentality of the church. That is why 
America is involved in wars everywhere because they think that wars will develop economics elsewhere. Wars destroy economics. Wars destroy economic ecosystems. And no type of economics, if you don't have economics, you'll die. You'll be hungry forever. And that's why the Congress has never been in uh, created any economics because they want to wipe you out completely. Now, they've converted you to Christianity. They've given the church the right to convert you, but have they developed any economics? I mean, if they convert you and they develop economics, all of a sudden it's okay. All of a sudden, all of a sudden it's okay. Um, you know, that would be okay, but they didn't develop economics. And you're talking about rights. I mean, in Karnataka, you cannot, you, you cannot send, you cannot talk against the Congress government. I mean, that, that was, you know, freedom of speech, rights for rights for minorities. Why can't you can Why can't you do that? Why can't you challenge? Where's the freedom of speech in Karnataka? But you're you're talking about freedom of speech in your in in your Christian lands in your in in Manipur. You had all the freedom of speech. But you only want the freedom of speech for you. You do not want freedom of speech for anyone. You do not want even development for anyone else, neither for you. You do not want to develop your state as an economic hub as long as you have power. But you had power and you didn't do anything. Now someone else is coming and doing that and saying thank you because they are own brothers. Just another label. You've been conned by pedophiles to believe that the people who do not share your label are heathens. When you're, same tri you're fighting within your tribes, the Cookies and the Nagas, and you're calling other people heathens, you want them to shut their voice so that you could have a voice above them. You could be hypocrites. Uh, you could keep your silence when, when the Christian churches of the world are raping the sons and daughters of this planet. But that's okay. And you don't think it's going to come back to hurt you, my dear friends, my dear fellow Christians. That's not Christianity, that's hypocrisy. That's sectarian violence promoted by the church, an ignorant pedophilic institution, which was everything that Jesus Christ was against. He was against the establishment. He was against this economic blockade by the Jews of the time because the early Christians were Jews. There were many sects. There were many tribes. There were... There was um, economic blockades by the orthodoxy of the church, each blocking the other. There was sectarian violence. He couldn't stop all of that. And when he tried to stop that, he was crucified on the cross. He didn't crucify to save your sins. He was crucified because he dared to stand up. And that's exactly what you are doing right now. You are crucifying anyone who dares to stand up against the economic blockade um, that you are you're, you're producing, the economic blockades that you are creating, the destruction of economics, the destruction of infrastructure development. You are standing up against anyone who does not submit to your authority. You have invented and, and formed uh, um, laws that promote only you to the detriment of others. Do you not think that this is going to go down the, the bad way? Well, guess what? It is. And your silence is responsible for this. Complete and utter silence. So if you want peace, if you do not want to live in fear, if you want equal rights, you have to take your responsibility because this is not Christianity. It has nothing to do with Jesus it has to do with a pedophilic church who's raped the planet while they were converting you and telling you a lie. They were being raping the planet. It's time to stop.
and it's time to take your responsibility. And that's why um, this is an open letter to you, my dear Manipur Christians, and to the Christians of India. You need to take your responsibility, heal, and get out of this mess if you want this rape to stop. Because it's your currents that form the waves. It's not the waves that form the currents. It's your mentality that creates the label. It's not the label that creates the mentality. On that note, I take your leave. I thank you for your time. I hope you heal. I want the violence to stop whoever, whenever, whatever. We need to heal. We need to take our responsibility in order to have equal opportunity. Thank you. Good night and good day wherever you are in the world.